the one that sticks out the most is Final Destination. Yes. Um, there yep. is no one in our generation that will willingly drive behind a log truck. Welcome to Casuals of Rutera, episode 59. I'm your host, Ryan, here with your other host, Hedge. And today we're going to learn how to count because we just don't know how to do it. This is the blooper reels of all the times I mess up the countdown before we start an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're back with another episode, as we always promise. Uh, and as usual, we start with housekeeping. So you can listen to us everywhere that hasn't changed. Uh, visit us at podcastcore.com for all our info. Uh, then follow us on any platform you prefer, whatever works best for you. And you heard that right, podcastcore.com. That's it. We've made it. If this was early 2000s, we would literally be kings of the world. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to do .org. It worked. Hey! <laughs> we made it, Mom. <laughs> so you can also send us an email um, if you have anything to say, anything at all, uh, at podcastcore at gmail.com. And then leave a like, follow, and short view slash comment on wherever you know you use to listen. It helps us a lot. helps us get discovered. helps get the word out. Uh, but the other way to get a word out is to tell a friend to turn the darkness within into light by listening to the Casuals of Runeterra podcast. I love it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Not even cheesy. Thank you. Thank just, you. just, just pure beauty. It's I the love truth. It. I love it. Now, but why are we turning darkness into light? Why, because why we're finally talking about Senna specifically. And I say that because we've had so many episodes. <laughs> we. <laughs> We we were definitely like way too excited to just be like yes we can finally start talking about some of these stories yeah and the event just lined up perfectly uh, so Senna had to wait <laughs> Senna had to wait until the last moment but we're here we've had a long Sentinels of Light journey you've been along the with for the ride so if anybody ever quizzes you in the street randomly you know <laughs> you have the answers and you, if you don't have the answers go ahead and listen to those episodes uh i mean technically sin is a part of it so we're not even going that far out of order if you want to listen to us first and then go listen to them but check out those yeah. episodes and then you can tell those people to buzz off <laughs> i know more than you <laughs> so the topic today is senna until death do us part uh, and as always, you start with the spell. So the spell we're going to go with today is Absorb Soul. It's a one-cost fast spell that has Drain 4 from an ally. And this is a card that's starting to see more play recently with the set that's out. But the part that's most important here is the lantern in the imagery and the quote we have here. Uh, because the lantern is obviously related to Thresh, which means it refers to Senna's situation here. Um, as you know, Senna gets sucked into that lantern and a lot of her character uh, modifications or growth happens in that time frame uh, while Lucian's chasing him down. Uh, but there's a quote here. And it's a simple quote that stands out that has deeper meaning to it when you listen to our other episodes, which you definitely want to do, um, which is what kills you only makes me stronger. Thresh. <laughs> God, how sinister is that? <laughs> yeah, what it's, a, what, it's like, hey, take a sentence and change one word to break it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a good, he's a good bad guy. Um, 
And the importance here is that it has a deeper meaning when you think about it in reference to Lucian, uh, because I just got to talk. We, we talk a lot about Lucian's growth uh, and deconstruction as a person um, when Senna gets taken away from him. And when you think about this quote in relation to him, literally what kills him as a person and what destroys his loving, happy personality when he was with Senna is him taking Senna away. And him taking Senna away made him stronger because of the curse and things like that that Senna had. Like that, she was a very special soul for him to steal. And Hedge will get more into that a little bit later. And we technically have touched on it a little bit if yeah. you've listened to the Sentinels of Light. So you look over to your friend who hasn't listened to that yet and be like, ha ha ha. Again, I know more than you. Yeah, Senna's like a really rare Pokemon, right? She's important. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm trading my Senna cards. <laughs> <laughs> so the next card we're going to talk about is our follower uh, for this episode, and that's the Ixtali Sentinel. So with this newest set, we got a lot of Sentinels from different regions with, once again, if you listen to our other episodes, you kind of can get a feel on how the old guard worked, um, how they recruited uh, how the they kind of disappeared and got scattered and how the new guards being created um, to protect against the harrowings that are inevitably, inevitably going to happen constantly. Uh, but the one we wanted to focus on here is the Ixtali Sentinel. So the Ixtali Sentinel is a card, is a six cost, four or five with lifesteal. And also when I'm summoned, create a darkness in hand. If you don't have one, when you play your next darkness this round, copy it targeting the enemy nexus. So this has seen some plays like a one of recently uh, in the darkness deck with Vigar and Senna uh, because it helps you kind of finish off the game and also gain some life back so you can extend um, since that deck is a control based deck. So it sees some play. Yeah, it, I mean, the fact that it has life still on it does make it so flexible because it can um, it can keep you alive if you're up against aggro. Um, the fact that you're creating a darkness, but technically casting it twice, it can help accelerate Vigar. It can help in the game. If you've already got your Vigar online, it, it, it's flexibility is always good in a card game. Um, and of course, since it is so flexible, have I been messing around with decks that have three copies of it and trying <laughs> dumb things to work? Of course I have, that's but, too many. That's too many. uh, but that's a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> so the Stolly Sentinel, the quote here is interesting from her. It's you asked me, Senna, what brought me to this fight? I have lost nothing to the mist. It does not threaten my home. It exists and it should not. I am here to discover why. Do I need sentiment to join your cause? And the reason that's kind of not profound, but it's important is that up to this point, we've known that all the Sentinels are affected some way in life. Usually they're pulled in by older Sentinels before they're slain or something happens and they're trained by them. Um, there are other moments where, you know, it affects them directly where like their village may be destroyed or they may have experienced a harrowing. But here you have somebody who's Ixtali, so from the Shuriman, uh, who has, trust me, we've gone over Shurima. If you haven't listened to those episodes, they have their own problems, but not so much harrowing based problems. So to see someone who's joining a cause like this, um, just because of different reasons, is interesting, right? Do, do you need to be... Um, have you 
do you need to have felt the pain of losing someone to be like, this sucks and I want to get to the bottom of it and truly understand it? No, no. So it's a great example of someone because the rest of the Sentinels, uh, Sentinel follower cards, we'll get to it another time. Um, a lot of those characters that are presented in those that imagery and those quotes have experienced something as well. Yeah. It, and it is like the core idea that was built around as far as when we're going through the Sentinels of Light and stuff, because we hit Akshan's story. We've already talked about Lucian's story, and they are definitely characters that were heavily influenced by like their lives were changed for the worse because of harrowings or because of the black mists. And it's nice to see that it's like, yeah, there's some people that just have like a professional curiosity. Yeah. <laughs> just like what? I don't, I don't need that. I just want to know why. Yeah. And so here I am cutting down risk yeah. mist wraiths to figure out why I just have questions and I happen to have these daggers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> well, yeah. Let's get to the bottom of this. Let's talk about Senna. Finally. Okay, and uh, it's a long time coming, my friend. So as far as with Senna's story, uh, the first thing that we're going to track back to very briefly, but we're going to track back all the way to the beginning because Senna comes from, as far as in her story, it's an unnamed island that was often visited by the Black Mist. So we... We're, that's enough to gather that she lived fairly close to the Shadow Isles, um, at least within the ocean that is, keeps it separated from the rest of the Valoran continent. And the fact that she lived so close to the Shadow Isles is that she grew up with basically an intimate knowledge of how terrifying the heroine can be. And with black, the black mist always coming to that island and affecting its people. But it was a little bit different for Senna. And a part of that being different is because Senna was touched by the black mist as a young girl and then survived. That's not something that usually happens. All right. Mo most people who come into contact with it don't make it. Yeah. And we've we've gotten visions, um, especially from Lucian's story, Homebound, where you see what happens to the body when the mist interacts with it, just black and charred um, as the souls ripped from it. So to have her get close enough to the sun, uh, but not fall because of it, and then it kind of changed her life is a, is a very, once again, unique thing, like we mentioned yeah. earlier. So as far as with her being touched and surviving, uh, she did not... She did not make it through without anything changing because it turns out that at least to everyone else's understanding, she had been cursed. So the Black Mist ends up coming to the island even more frequently, and it seems to be attracted to Senna. And this is kind of her daily up to the point that she ends up being saved by a Sentinel of Light by the name of Urius. And... If you've listened to our Lucian episode, you will recognize the name Urius, and that is Lucian's father. So Urius comes to this island tracking down the harrowing, saves Senna, and basically saves all of the people that survive the Black Mist as, uh, before his coming. Uh, and he takes a professional curiosity to Senna because he, he has intimate knowledge of the mists and the harrowings. Because he is a sentinel of light, he fights this as for a living, basically. So he understands that this child is different, 
and it seems that these mist wraiths are attracted to her and i don't know why so for the very least until i can figure out why if you're willing senna you can come with me and i will teach you how to survive yeah that's a good point. Um, what we've noticed, uh, especially if you've listened to our auction episode with him and his interaction with Shadia, even these the older guard of Sentinels don't really have all the answers. They've jumped in the action. They've given their life to this cause, et cetera, and different parts of Runeterra, but they don't have the answers for everything that happens. And there's still you know, some seeking of knowledge, which falls on the shoulder of this new guard that's being created. And I think that's cool. I think it's cool because the harrowings become, like we say, this natural disaster occurring thing that becomes expected, becomes a way of life. And to have that uncertainty of like, even the vets don't know what's happening keeps you on your toes, right? Something bigger is coming. Something is always around the corner. And and it does a great job of setting this like kind of a brotherhood, um, uh, this kinship amongst the sentinels of light uh where it's like okay we're we're doing this for the greater good of all of the people yeah. regardless of whether or not we know what's going on uh so it it gives a nice like little foundation to kind of yeah, set like this separated order. but together kind of yeah. thing which, because there's which only is, a few of them so they have to yeah. be away from each other but they're all serving the same purpose yeah and, and it, to me it's kind of entertaining that there is like enough of a, like a story building to the sentinels of light specifically because it's like they're basically like all dead <laughs> it's like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let's build up these people that you're literally never gonna see and <laughs> uh and if you want to see more sentinels you got to check out the sentinels of light yeah. um so but uh so urius does take Cinna under his wing he trains her essentially to become a sentinel of light. And it's less that he was planning to make her a sentinel of light and more that kid, you got no choice. Like yeah. you're it's either gonna be die or learn how to fight this. So Senna learns how to fight this, and it turns out that Senna was a very accomplished student. She took to the teachings very naturally, was took to it like a fish to water. And the only thing that ends up happening to Senna as far as with this training is that she realizes throughout their journey that anyone she becomes close to ends up dead to the mist. Like even after, if they go somewhere and they save the people, the moment they leave, the mist is going to be back there anyways. And Senna decides that it's like, it's better that if I never become close to anyone, because if I get too close to people, I'll just get them killed. And that is a sentiment that she ends up solidifying. Spoiler! Because Urius dies. So uh, their journeys go on. And even before Urius can teach her everything, he ends up passing. Because there's only so much fighting against an uh, endless onslaught of evil that you can do before you're just, you're just done. Yeah, your time your time has come. Your card is punched. Um, the this introduced the curse introduces a element that you see in a lot of early horror movies, which is usually good, where either the um, the bad guy or the unspeakable horror latches on to a main character, and no matter where that character goes, you know Halloween, Halloween, Scream, um, it follows. 
it always will track them as they get older and you never know when it's going to strike or what's going to happen because you always have to be prepared for it. And it creates that tension, right? Yeah. Um, um, which is great when you attach that piece to yeah. the harrowing. Uh, to date uh, us, because we never do that enough <laughs> um, for our generation, the one that sticks out the most is Final Destination. Yes. Um, there yep. is no one in our generation that will willingly drive behind a log truck. <laughs> 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 Because <laughs> today's the day, boys. <laughs> That's so true. It hurts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Now, the point of Senna's story where Urias passes away, this is going to be where what we've already talked about, because the very next thing that she does is she decides to meet Urias's son, who he rarely talked about but did mention and she needs she decides that he needs to know that his father has passed away and this is where we get to senna traveling to demacia to meet lucian and we talked about this in the lucian episode heavily and going through the sentinels of light we talk about it a lot because this is how lucian finds his exit from demacia a land that he never truly felt at home and he decides to leave to try to find a home as well as to learn more about his father. And Senna decides to at least guide him to Urius's final resting place. And, uh, and then like when she takes him there, it's like, Hey, if you're, I am now realizing you don't want to leave. Uh, you don't want to go back to your home. So if you're going to stay with me, you need to learn how to fight the mist. And that it becomes Lucian's training to become a Sentinel of Light. And it's within this time that Senna decides to become close to someone. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, and if you know from horror movies from the early 2000s, yep. there's only one thing that can happen now. <laughs> <laughs> Young people in love? No, sir. Not on my watch. <laughs> Not on my evil watch. <laughs> But yeah, this is where we also get the mention of Lucian's initial personality, where he's an upbeat guy. He is kind of isolated from Demacia, as we've mentioned before, but he does love to joke around. He's fun loving. Uh, and it's very it's very counter to what we know, like from when he was released and the earlier stuff before we got the reveals, right, was we got to see like a dark brooding Lucian who was serious and he was hunting someone for a reason and we're not there yet so it's cool to see this initial establishment of character um from the young man himself yes and this is also where we get to see senna's like kind of you know ahead of lucian's story we get to see senna's heart start to open up uh it becomes less hard and she opens up to lucian more because she is falling in love and it is within this process of opening up to Lucian that, you know, she's able to tell Lucian that, yeah, we're running into the mist a little bit more than other people. Uh, yep. So I might be cursed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so after, after they are truly like hitting it off and she reveals to Lucian that she has been cursed ever since a young age, they then decide to make their mission less of one to go chasing about the harrowing and more of one to go looking for answers 
So they pick up where her and Urius had left off. And it is on these journeys that they run into a very strong and very conscious mist wraith by the name of Thresh. And it turns out that he was not just a mist wraith. He was the warden, the chain warden. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the baddie or one of the baddies. Yeah. Um, and you know what? If you haven't listened to other episodes yet, stop here. Go <laughs> listen to those because spoilers. All right. I'm going to give you all five seconds. <laughs> Thresh is the main baddie. He's like, you, you ever seen like puppet president type stuff where yeah. there's a guy pulling the chains in the background? He is that guy, pun intended. <laughs> um, for for anybody that's uh, like D&D fans, he's the BBEG. Like, you know, yep. like this is that he, he, he the tippity top. Um, Diego has a hot bod, but. <laughs> and that was that's what makes like the big spoilers for the sentinels of light so i'm gonna give you five seconds um, <laughs> but the that's what made like the sentinels of light like such a cool story is like viego was introduced as the bbeg and then we get to the story of the sentinels of light yeah and then you get to the end of the sentinels of light and it's a to be continued with the true bbeg yeah. <laughs> um and the as far as going back to Senna's story, when they run into Thresh, only one of them makes it out. Uh, so you got to dodge the Thresh cue. If you get hit by the cue, it's over. <laughs> and Senna ends up saving Lucian's life, yeah. putting herself in the way of the sickle, and she gets hooked. And this is where Senna finally gets answers about her curse. Because what we do know from this point is that people that are killed by the mists, their souls are taken and they become a part of the mist. Senna gets taken, but she does not become a part of the mist. And it is only after, after Thresh captures her soul and traps her in the lantern that Senna is finally able to understand that what she was touched by was a soul captured by the mist and that soul is now bound to hers and what the mist is attracted to is the life that got away that yep. life being the soul that is now tra imprinted upon her but because she now has this added life force she can freely navigate the lantern of threshes and she can freely navigate the black mists of the Shadow Islands. So we're now, like, it's a lot to, like, take in in just yeah. this one moment. Like, off to the side, I'm sure there's, like, this echo that is, like, kind of, like, you know, in the, like, the screaming from the basement yeah. where it's, like, you could hear it if you really pay attention, but you still can't make it out. It's probably like that for her, but, you know, that screaming from the basement is, Santa! <laughs> and, and the Lucian card flips, and now he's rallying. Um, <laughs> Two souls, one body, twice as strong. There's the math. There's the math. Easy, easy math. <laughs> uh, so she, so like that—that's happening off in the real world. But now she's like navigating the lantern, and she's really coming to terms as far as like what it is that this curse truly was, and what she can do about it because. 
she's not trapped here like everyone else. Yeah. Sure, she can't get out freely, but she's not lost. And that that's a lot to like take in in these quick moments. And she decides as far as from this point is that she's going to understand more about the mist yeah because now she's able to understand that what the black mist could not let go of was life she's going and, to do her own research yeah so <laughs> she, she's off she's off she's going under the deep pages of google <laughs> getting that cross-referencing done all within the lantern um and it is within this time that not only does she understand more about the mist and why the mist is attracted to her, but she's also understanding more about the ruination, what happened at the beginning, what caused the ruination, and that she realizes that, hey, I don't know what it is that's bound to me, but I do understand that the soul that's bound to me was a part of the ruination curse and that the curse was built around love. And that is a very big, important thing when you we get into the, like the stories of the Sentinels of Light, all right. But while she's trying to understand how love is connected to the ruination, um, it turns out that there was more than just a few seconds have passed for Senna, um, because now Lucian is caught back up to Thresh. Many moons later, yeah, he has broken through the lantern with the now dual wielding pistols, one of them being Senna's. And it's within that crack that Senna goes, Oh sweet. I can get out now. So now Senna gets out of the lantern and the Senna that we know is now back in the world of room Terra. And she is neither living or dead. Zombisa. She, zomb, zombie zombie <laughs> so it, it's Godzilla. one thing to keep in mind timeline wise is you know based on our other episodes we've kind of come to the conclusion it's about a five year trek um between senna getting trapped and lucian finally freeing her um that's a long time yeah that's and within and within five years of like free study where you don't need like bathroom breaks you don't need food you don't need sleep five years of that and she still ain't got no answers i think sin is just lazy i'll say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so Cinna Cinna gets out this is also where we see like Cinna's like technically like new form mm -hmm. because we talk about it a lot in our Sentinels of Light episodes as far as that there are physical changes to Cinna especially like with the eyes yeah. and this presence that's around her but she now also has this gigantic stone cannon for yeah. lack of a better word that you know she just holds because that's what a human being does with a can with a freaking howitzer you just like <laughs> kind of lug it around like a child um and now like Senna's out and lucian's staring at Senna like um uh. <laughs> and and what we talked about in our previous episode with the homebound um that's also at a point where lucian was kind of you know expecting to be dead at this point so yeah. instead of being dead he's got his dead wife back and so she's yeah <laughs> and she's different so definitely uh um and it is at this point that their story changes because now instead of running from the mist instead of trying to figure out you know what this curse is or everything it is like hey no no i've got an idea 
I've got an idea and we need to get moving because that idea is that I have been with these spirits. I have heard talk. There's a harrowing coming. Yeah. And we have to get ready. Yeah. And that is where Senna's champion story kind of tapers off. Yep. Uh, and it is the Sentinels of Light. If you want to go check out those episodes, that's where the harrowing is coming. Exactly. And I think the way this ends up, so we're going to shift into the card here. The way it's represented in the card is really well done, as they usually do, right? Yeah. Um, and quick note uh, with the cards themselves, in the whole grand scheme of the Sentinel of Light event, um, this card was late. <laughs> it was very late to the party of all the content that was coming out. And I think it was due to the reason of how they took this concept and built the card as it relates to like Vagar and some other cards as well. So, yeah, it, I mean, definitely late. And we yeah. we could see that it's kind of late with the level up requirement. Um, yeah. So Cinna is a five mana four four. So no dumpy seal today. Um, <laughs> five mana four four with quick attack, of course. And when I'm summoned or attack. Create a darkness in hand if you do not have one. Your damage and kill spells accelerate to fast speed. Um, now, that last bit of text is really important because the darkness that's created, uh, it's part of the Vigar package as well, is a dark. A darkness card is a three-mana slow-speed spell deal two damage to an enemy. So already when you get Senna out, if you don't have a darkness, you get one for free. And that slow speed two damage spell is now a fast speed. Uh, and fast speed is better than slow speed. <laughs> oh uh, th those are just facts. Um, now, the, but... I mean, as far as like the joking aside, like the being able to accelerate these the a lot of the spells up, especially when you're looking at spells like crumble or um the crumble or even ruination, the ones that are kind of like this you're playing a game of chicken with your opponent, it's a lot easier to play that game of chicken when you cheat. Yeah. Um and this lets you cheat. But the level up requirement is what definitely makes this card feel feel like it was behind. The level up is I have seen you slay three plus units with spells or an allied Lucian has died. And now the circle is complete. Lucian had his Senna card. And if he sees Senna die, we get the Senna. <laughs> um, and now Senna's here. And you know what? She's going to flip too if she sees Lucian die. But it it definitely feels late because, uh, you know, we're mentioning Vigar a lot. We haven't yeah. had a Vigar episode um, that he came out with the Bandal City cards. And you want to be playing darkness cards with darkness cards. Yeah. And that's not in Demacia. Uh, so it, it that that bit feels a little bit clunky. So we're going to focus more on the slaying bit. Yeah. And then we get to the flip card. So the flip side is a 5-5. Five, five, with quick attack and now you have when you're summoned or attack create a darkness your damage and kill spells accelerate to fast speed and cost one less all of a sudden that already like just at face value your the darknesses that you're creating are now two mana fast speed spells like you're basically creating a mystic shot uh that can only 
target the board instead of the face, but you're making mystic shots for free. That's that's pretty good. Like that's, that's not huge, yeah. a, that's a lot of value. Um, and where a lot of people criticize the darkness package is more that it's a value machine without necessarily killing your opponent. Um, but I hey it, I back in my Hearthstone days, my favorite content creator was Trump. Um, and he called himself the mayor of value town. So yep. I'm always going to play around with cards. that just have infinite value. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love the value. Um, but along with the value here, we get quotes, right? And those quotes kind of lead into the ending of them kind of having that realization of, okay, there's something here that we weren't paying attention to and there's more that we can do. It can be beaten. The harrowings don't have to continue to happen. Um, we can, we can target it. We can hurt it. And we can solve the problem, um, which is cool. Yeah. And that that quote there is, uh, we were wrong. The black mist isn't heartless. It's not random. It has a goal. But that means we can track it. It means it can bleed. And if that ain't some, like, just bad We're talking about, like, this inanimate, like, basically hurricane. Yeah. That, <laughs> the supernatural hurricane moving around. And Sin- and Senna, who has been trapped in it for five years, comes out with glowing eyes, and she just looks at you and goes, it can bleed. And it's like, okay, what happened? No, no, back up. Michael Bay presents. Michael Bay presents. We're going to shoot that hurricane. Listen, so (laughs) (laughs) all jokes aside, kind of wrap it up here, um, is we're at that part of the episode where either we do questions or challenge, but we're just going to talk more about the content since we're wrapping up our Sentinels of Light series here of episodes. And it's it's a lot deeper the way they handled this event because it's been a long time coming like lucian's you know damn near og character uh thresh as well their characters are still played to this day and there's still interest in that so for them to finally do this story and to do it well to do it well across the board give it the depth it needs be able to expand on these characters um hats off to them for doing this uh, as well as they did across so long of a period of time. Yeah, this was this was years in real time. Uh, yes, of, in the making, and it is refreshing to see that it wasn't disappointing to have it all wrapped up. Uh, and it's if you haven't listened to our Sentinels of Light episode yet, um, go listen to it because you, then you can learn that it's not even fully wrapped up yet. Like yes. it's exciting. We'll it's exciting to see that like the story is coming together more and that it's still engaging. I'm still just as excited to learn more about Lucian and Senna and yeah. their journey as I was when Lucian and Thresh first came out as a uh, as champions, like even before Senna came out. So it's very exciting. Hats off to you, Riot. Um, and we will be here for when we get to go deeper. Oh, yeah. We'll still be around. And with yeah. that... As always, thanks for listening, and we'll be back soon with the next episode. Take care, everybody.